I would say, Johnny, you should switch this to write one zine for the month of October. But the trouble is that would abbreviate as to na- Nazi Rymo. You don't want Nazi Rymo <laughs> to be your acronym. Hello and welcome to episode 172 of the Erasable Podcast. I'm Tim Wassum on head hosting duties tonight and I am joined by Andy and Johnny. Hey guys. Hey, Hello. Jim. Hey. And thank you for rehiring me. I appreciate yeah. the, oh, no problem. <laughs> you were not the only one that applied. I, I, you passed the test. I so. appreciate a lot the grace. Yeah. You got your chance to get some other get some other candidates in there and they all fell short. It, so it was not the same. <laughs> no dice. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate the second chance. All right. We are also lucky enough tonight to be joined by Jamelia Hilfiger, our friend from the internet, from our wonderful Facebook group. And it's so good to have her here all the way from Norman, Oklahoma. We're going to be talking about NaNoWriMo, which has become a tradition here at Erasable. But Jamelia, thanks for coming and joining us on the podcast. Hi. You failed to mention that I'm also from HR, which is Yes, she's here to keep. She's here to keep an eye on you, Tim. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Yeah, the second chance isn't going to last long. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> but I also put yeah, in a good one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's for conflict resolution. All right. Jamelia is. Jamelia is an admin of our of our group, though, which is the HR of our race. That's group, true. So it's not. It's not, <laughs> not a far cry. That's funny. I didn't. Even, I was just giggling yeah. about that since he he got rehired. I forgot. Um, yeah, it's a big day for me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you a few pencils in the mail too. Hey, I appreciate that. I'm almost out. Number fours. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them about the number fours. They're not. We haven't told anybody about those yet. All right. Before we get into talking about NaNoWriMo and about our daily. 1,667 words. Let's talk about our tools of the trade. And Jamelia, as our guest, why don't you go first? Oh, hi. No, okay. I am using... It's a Claire Fontaine. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't, know they, I didn't know they did stenopads. Oh, really? This is the first Claire Fontaine product I've ever owned. I don't even know how many years I've had this. Probably seven or eight years. Yes, it's about... It looks like to be about A5. I don't know why I don't know that. Something about it being a Sinopad makes the dimensions to me. I can't. It makes it harder. Um, mm-hmm. y- yes, it's really nice. And I'm using a Palomino Blossom Natural at the moment. <laughs> yes. It's not very exciting. I love the extra firm. and it's, I love the pencil itself. I think it's fun, but it's just. I should have sharpened something new. It's <laughs> a good solid no need, no need. That's what I'm using it's too. Very that. much that's so. That's what I have in my I hand too. Have to, um, <laughs> they really are. I guess they're the same. Yeah. What else is that? I guess that's really. Yeah, Johnny. How about you? So I've been watching too much TV, and we watched that miniseries Midnight Mass by a Mike Flanagan of horror miniseries fame on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen that or. You had a Catholic enough upbringing that you don't want to watch it. I don't think I want to watch this. It was (laughs) so in the the promotional image that's on Netflix, I thought it was John Hamm playing a father Paul. So I was like, John Hamm as a crazy priest. Hell yeah. But it was not John Hamm, (laughs) but the guy's a really weird name. Something like Leland link later. I don't know, but he was really good. It was totally good. Except for the fact that the lady who is married to Mike Flanagan is unwatchable and she's in everything he does. So that she had a very big part in this one. So that was a downer. 
but uh, yeah, it was good. And we're watching Baptiste, which is on Masterpiece about a French old cop guy who finds people and drinks coffee and he cries a lot. But yeah, that's interesting. Now, is is Baptiste French for uh, old cop guy? Yes, (laughs) I think. And that's what they told. That's what Google says. So I don't know if it's foolproof. (laughs) Apparently, it's a spinoff of a show called The Missing, which I have never seen. And it's on Masterpiece on the PBS app. So they cut out all of the bad words, which that's disappointing. And speaking of bad words, I'm almost finished a book called After Parties. It's a collection of stories by Anthony Visna So. I hope I'm not butchering his name. People always conflate him and Ocean Vuong because they're both from neighboring Southeast Asian countries and both gay men. So I don't know why that makes them the same because one's a poet and one's a novelist who writes really funny and obscene stuff. But yeah, it's a very good book with lots of drugs and alcohol and swearing and donuts. (laughs) Everything you need. Yeah, I think he, he passed away not long ago. And I think for a while, his Twitter handle was like, the tall, dark ocean vuong or something like that. It was really funny. But um, he, I think he died last year of an accidental drug overdose. But they're going to put out his unfinished novel, I think. So that'll be cool. Yeah, that's all on my plate. And I'm using the same pencils I was using last time, but it's much shorter. The CW Pencils baseball scoring pencil. And like a scrap of paper that's sitting on my desk. Because I don't know where the field notes went. <laughs> what kind of paper? How about you, Andy? What kind of paper? No. It's Southworth fine paper, 24 pound wove finish. Johnny <laughs> always knows what paper. Oh, oh okay. it's not cream. I'm sorry. It's natural. <laughs> yeah. I would always know as well, but he just said scrap paper. I yeah. think maybe he didn't, and I thought it was funny. But Especially scrap yeah. paper. Yeah, this stuff's expensive. So when I have little scraps, I'm like, I guess I should write on it. So, yeah. How about you, laser writer? <laughs> Well, I yeah, <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading a book. I just started a book. It's called Laser Writer Two, and which is the name of an old Apple printer that they made in the '90s. And the book is really interesting because it is uh, it's a just like a short kind of novella length like romance, but it takes place in an in- independent Apple computer repair store in the '90s, which is 100% my aesthetic. <laughs> and I bought it specifically because the cover looks like a test sheet from a laser writer too, which I had a laser writer too when I was a kid. And I definitely like remember that test sheet. Well, so I, I picked that up uh, instantly because it was just like, like books and vintage Mac products, like Apple products. And like, yeah, it was just my jam. So very excited about it. <laughs> Written by somebody named uh, Tamara Shopshin, who I found out knows people who I know, which is pretty cool. So reading that, we've seen a couple of movies lately. I think the last time we recorded, I had just seen the new James Bond movie. We went back to mm. uh, this theater, the Alamo Draft House, and saw a couple others since then. Uh, last week we saw, which is good. It was very big and epic and expensive. And Timothy Chalamet is just you know, such such a, a cute little guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good actor. He d- does a very good Paul Atreides, which in the David Lynch version was Kyle McLaughlin. And Sting was not in this Dune movie, which was, I think, the biggest downside to it. But yes, yeah, St- <laughs> Sting played a character in the David Lynch one from 1984. What? Uh, 1982 from the 80s, from the early 80s. Did um, he still have his mullet back then? Oh, it was. And it was bright red. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> So this one was not like that. It's it was it, it's pretty good. I mean, we've talked before. I 
can't read Dune or much of like Frank Herbert's work. It was just it's just too like thick for me. And but like I like the story. I just like Paul, uh, Frank Herbert's style just wasn't my thing. But I like the movie. I liked the lore and like the storytelling behind it. So the movie works great. And it's something I did not realize when we went into it is this is just uh, this is just the first the first half. Like there's going to be two movies the first half of the novel. So it definitely ended. And I'm just like, come on, where's the rest? But of course it was two and a half hours later. So it was plenty long. So speaking of Timothée Chalamet, after we saw Dune, we saw the next, later that week, yesterday, in fact, we saw The French Dispatch, which is the newest Wes Anderson movie. I I will tell you that it is the most Wes Anderson movie ever to have in Wes Anderson. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I've heard. (laughs) Really digs in on like the the cinematography, the like very symmetrical cinematography and the little like vignettes and the the kind of like thick dialogue that's said very quickly. I've heard that. Very... (laughs) <laughs> stuff going on in the background of like every scene has like i've heard that like as you're watching any scene there's just like a million things in the background that you could pay attention oh God. to like where they've there's just like layered it and layered it yeah there's just no way yeah. i could possibly take in everything like i'm johnny i think that you're gonna have to take like extra adhd meds before you go see this <laughs> thing because it is I could tie me it down is, <laughs> it's so much happening yeah so i'll definitely watch it again i usually like don't get everything on the first go with wes anderson movies so yeah it, it was it's really good it's gorgeous it's so beautiful they did that thing that i really love where i think he's done it before where like there's an airplane that's flying and they just do a cutaway of the plane and you can see all the little rooms within it i just love that crap <laughs> <It's really good. sighs> but uh, yeah that is uh that is the french dispatch and then also we started a new hgtv show called in with the old which is a fairly brand new show that has come up that's people restoring old houses or old things into houses. And it just talks a lot about the history behind the house and the history behind the behind the manufacturer of it. Like they they bought this old building in southern Utah that's made out of adobe, like just mud. <laughs> and they talked to an expert who is like at restoring like old adobe houses. And it's really fascinating. If you have any of the HDTV properties like on an app or our cable or whatever, you should totally check it out. And as somebody who just bought an old house, I am <laughs> I hope that I won't have as many problems as the folks on this show has with that. I'm definitely not going to be trying to restore it as hard, but it's something I can, I have a new appreciation for. And uh, I'm writing with my Musgrave Greenbelt in my new plotter notebook, which I think I talked about last time, which I'll talk more about in the future. That is it for me. How about you, Tim? Yeah, we just started watching this week the new the show with Steve Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Only Murders in the Building, which is a pretty fun show. I mean, I love the premise. When I heard saw the premise, I just knew I'd fall in love with it. And I was only, I was a little, like a lot of people probably put off by the Selena Gomez part of it. Where it's like, how's that going to work? It works really well. Really? I thought she's great. <laughs> no, she does. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. I just meant like when I saw her name on there, I was like, really? Okay. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, like that's what I'm saying. Like what I just didn't know what I was getting into. And then, no, she's they're fantastic together. And they're, they're, I think it's a good, what I, a really good chemistry. What I appreciate is that Martin Short is not too much Martin Short, yeah. which like a little Martin Short goes a long way. But I thought he was pretty good in this. He still has those moments like the scene well, where yeah. he's standing on the, like in his, it's sort of like that dreamscape where he's on the the stage and he's choosing who's yeah. going to be the suspects. He still does his little like scream in your face, Martin short. Sure. He's still Martin short. <laughs> yeah. A short, short goes a lot of the way to, <laughs> it's, <Martin> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm it's just true. listening to it. And yeah. just in, uh, just 
want to giggle and yeah. <laughs> haven't even said much about it. Yeah. Yeah. We've been enjoying that. And uh, I just I'm about to finish. I got like literally two pages left of a book called simple twist of fate, which is a book about the making of the album blood on the tracks by Bob Dylan, which was his kind of comeback after going into hiding for like almost it was like half a decade or something. And he was just living with his family. And then he basically ended up with this big divorce and burst out with this new album. So it's a classic album, but you know, he went off and recorded it in New York city and then on a whim went back to Minnesota and recorded it with like re-recorded half the album with a bunch of unknown local musicians from the area. And half the songs were then replaced on the album using these just kind of random folks that his brother helped him round up, which is, which is a pretty cool story. And then it also goes in like a kind of a, a bummer direction because none of those guys ever got official recognition. They never got put on the album cover, like or on the jacket or something. So it's a, it's a really good story about a really good album. So I've been reading that and then listening to the album and also listening to the bootleg series of blood on the tracks, which is called more blood, more tracks, which is <laughs> sort of lame. What <laughs> a year in track year. Yeah. It has all the outtakes and stuff on it. So I've been listening to that a lot and uh, got to give a shout out to the guys at take note who tipped me off to I believe it was Ted t- tipped me off to a band called TK and the Holy know nothings, which <laughs> are they're from Portland, Oregon. And as far as I can tell, are kind of just starting out like they haven't been around. They don't have a big, a big following doesn't seem like, but they're just this kind of fun Americana bar band kind of sound. And I've really been enjoying them and listening to that, their album a lot. They have a new album that came out last week called the impossible heat machine, which is really good. (laughs) Yeah. And I am also writing with a blackwing natural and I am using this national brand narrow ruled. I ease subject notebook. I ease as an E Y E dash E A S E some sort of proprietary uh, magic that's in these notebooks. So yeah, brother-in-law gave me one. They're pretty nice. Yeah, that's me. All right. Now let's get into our fresh points and Johnny, can you get us started? Sure. To get bad news out of the way first, there was another stationary related closure announcement. Knockco run by our friend Brad is closing up shop. Such a bummer. Yeah, they have like a 50% off sale. So most of the stuff is sold out, but I went in like a vulture and ordered a uh, high tower because I've always wanted one. Hmm. And uh, I'm looking at it right now. The high tower is still there in both colors for 1250. Hmm. So if you ever wanted one, so jump on there. Sad face because yeah. I like Cordera and I don't know why I never bought one before. I'm just yeah. I think I've been using a Notco case pretty much every day for like several years. I don't think I've like ever without one. I, I always wanted one of those seed A5 cases and I just didn't like the colors, so I never pulled the trigger. An ugly green case is better than no case. Sad face. <laughs> and um, also one sadness. So my, my dad took a trip to um, Arlington National Cemetery, which is not too far from here, this weekend, and he brought me some <laughs> dead people pencils. All right. It's like a, a triangular box full of pencils that reference, uh, reference they reference uh, monuments to dead people that are down there. Like... The John F. Kennedy one that references his tomb, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, like our, the Challenger Shuttle Memorial, and they're they're paper wrapped pencils, but they're pretty decent and 
like i don't know i like that my dad brought me creepy pencils back i appreciate that i thought it was gonna be even creepier i was expecting something in the content of, of like the wood pulp to be like the graphite is compressed carbon from when they were created. <laughs> if you read my zine that's something in an uncle homer <laughs> column that's coming up and uh, so for my last fresh point which is not sad um Field Notes did a collaboration with All Trails, which is a, an app and a network of like trail listings for the entire country. And they're so pretty. I don't usually chase all the Field Notes, but these were really lovely. They, I don't know what the cover is made of. It feels plasticky, and they sort of hit it with this like reflective stamp of like a mountain. And the paper is really nice. So they're just very swell. So the notes, the the link is in there, and they're they're still on sale. And the shipping was like really cheap and really fast. So. If you like mountains and field notes, jump on them. And uh, that's it. Nice. I think last time we recorded, I had talked about how I placed uh, a couple CW pencils orders. And I, I just got one of them earlier this week. And I was going to just follow up on that a little bit. One of them is just now that I have it in hand, I got in a, a few of those C- CW pencil advertising pencils, the ones that Tim Dilger designed. So and pretty. wow, it did such a good job. They, it is... It's interesting because advertising pencils are just cheap, right? Like that's the point of them is they're inexpensive and that they purvey this. And they, he just does such a good job of capturing, sounds awful, but it's meant as a compliment. He's really good at capturing sort of that authentic cheapness. Like this thing, it has like just a couple, just a blue and a red color and the typography is just very simple. I just, yeah, it just looks super authentic. It looks like it's straight out of like, the mid 60s or something even the white barrel like the white paint is just like off-white so it feels like it's faded a little bit so huge kudos to um, the delgers for that looks so i also got in something that is on the complete opposite end of that particular sort of design spectrum i got my first ever emilio braga notebook i ordered yeah (laughs) so so i ordered the finale which is that one that has all the different covers on it (laughs) colors on it and over while we were recording last time Johnny, you talked me into ordering the the regular cloud notebooks, so that one is still coming. <laughs> Which but color did you get? I well, I wanted the blue. I got the orange because it was lined. I got the blue one. Yeah. Do you, Amelia, do you have a lined. Do you have an Emilio Braga notebook? I don't have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have multiple Emilio yeah. Braga notebooks. <laughs> well, that is all right. I yeah, and, and Johnny, I know you've had them. And Tim, do you have one of these guys? Tim. My mute button was not working. I kept hitting it. I kept hitting it. No, I do not have one. Okay. No, it's so I am. Yeah, you just. Many? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just extremely impressed with this guy. Like, it's just, it's gorgeous. And the paper's really nice. There's so many really good just details in here. I just never really thought about them that much. And now, the, I mean, the trouble is, I'm sure I can get these notebooks elsewhere, but now the trouble is the main supplier of these notebooks that I would consider is closing. So Greer has yeah. them. Oh, Greer does? Yeah. But yeah. Um, the one I want is sold out. I'm just looked at it. <laughs> Which yeah. one is the yellow and black and white one? Looks like a classic but, composition. Yeah. Like comp notebook. Yeah. It's been a long time since I got a notebook that's so nice where I'm like, oh, I don't want to write in this. But <laughs> mine just came today and I opened it. It's like, oh my God, no one touched this. It's mine. Well, in this finale notebook, I got the 194th out of 200. So it's they must be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But um, big fan of it. It's just absolutely gorgeous and what's cool it's it's blank so you can use it on with like the orange side facing out and or the pink side facing out but what's nice that i didn't even realize is it comes with 
one of those little liners that has like really thick lines on it. So you can still put it behind and I can't write in a straight line if I don't have a liner. <laughs> so I am appreciative that this exists. So I'm excited about my Emilio Braga notebook. And I'm sorry well, it took me this long, Caroline, to discover it. <laughs> the line, the guides are really nice too. They're thick. It's cardstock. Yeah. Just, where it won't yeah. wear out too fast. And that is a nice, that's why it's, if you get a blank, it's okay because yeah. you have that line. I, I find that. I prefer that. So it makes it a little more versatile too. Totally. Um, that's a really, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So that is uh, that is my CW pencils order follow up. I think I'm getting a couple more things. I'm hoping later this week. I hope it comes soon because pretty soon I won't be at this address anymore. But speaking of which, I'm starting to think about getting. So I'm going to have a slightly bigger room that will be an office slash work area, and I have a blank wall that I can put bookshelves on. And I would love to know if anybody here has recommendations for nice like wall to wall bookshelves that are not fancy but also not like super cheap or cardboardy and it's something that like is can just you know easily hold <laughs> cigar boxes full of pencils but then also lots of books because i'm <laughs> absolutely going to have too many books to put on it any bookshelf yep. anybody have bookshelves here that they really love nope <laughs> I, I wish yeah. i did but yeah in the world of ikea yeah. is you, you, we're, we're all familiar with it, but it's the place to go in the Billy bookcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's I have see. those. Oh, okay. This? No, but I have the. Apparently, they've redone them. Mine are okay. crappy, but they're the old kind. They're IKEA, but yeah, I mean, they can hold up. <laughs> but after some time, I mean, I have plenty of IKEA stuff, so I, I yeah. think those are good because you can do a lot with them. You can put glass doors on them if you want it to eat, right? It's, oh yeah. You can make it, yeah. you know, a little bit more, <laughs> and then you, it seems pretty versatile with that. I don't know what colors they have. I know white um, is definitely one that they keep. Yeah. I like, I don't remember if this is the old name or the new name, but Calyx. Yeah, I, I have some Calyx. Are those, yeah, that those the are, old name? Okay. Those are the ones with like the squares, right? That you can put little yeah. like shelves in or yeah. You have a couple mm-hmm. of calyx. That, that's where I have all my pencils. But oh, yeah, okay. the yeah the bookshelves are. Billy's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's a good idea. Yes. Which is more yeah. bookshelf than calyx is. But even a yeah. two by four of those. I have one turned on, which is not bookshelf related, but I have it turned where it's four by two. And mm-hmm. um, I, I, I made a board for ironing plywood and batting and fabric hmm. and all that and, and yeah hefty yeah. staplers but yeah, yes yeah. And so I, <laughs> I put that on top of the case and it's a whole thing so when i'm sewing or something like that but also like ironing clothes that's yeah not yeah the same thing but it's still there's some of their that's stuff a, is versatile that's a really good that's, point yeah i'll yeah. Uh, man, I have to go to Ikea and look at this. Like, I know they have not just like your standard old bookshelf, but they have like, yeah, things with glass doors. And it looks like they have mm-hmm. like super skinny versions too that you can break things up with. That's a good, that's a good call. Yes. And since they have different sizes too um, and width, that makes it easy. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's the first thing that comes to mind, but I guess too many options. You'll get yeah. some other <laughs> ideas. 
Yeah. If anybody listening has ideas here, feel free to comment or if you're in the the Facebook group, post there. I would love to hear some ideas. I've also been looking at, there's a really great one called uh, Bookshelf from uh, Crate and Barrel called Beckett. Um, and Barrel Beckett. And it's the trouble is it's a, it's a bit more expensive than I was hoping. So yeah. I'm, I'm guessing maybe there is a knockoff in the world that exists that I was looking for. <laughs> but yeah, but the Billy system, yeah, seems also like a really good, really good yeah. call. Yeah, I'm going to do some measuring this weekend. Yeah. Too bad we just cool. missed Blue Dot 20% off. They have annually, oh, which yeah, at 20% off. But um. yeah, Blue Dot. Yeah, we have a Blue Dot here. That's a good. I was thinking you probably stuff. did. Yeah, we don't. But um, mm. and CB2 is might be great to look for. As you mentioned, Crate and Barrel. You know, they're they're um, younger. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh yes, and, yeah. and it's a little less expensive than Crate and Barrel, and still yeah. nice, very nice thing. Have some tables okay. or some desks from there. Yeah, I'll go check out their site. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that is it for my fresh points. Tim, I don't have a whole lot to to bring to the table this week besides this just delightful little detail that I was going through my school the other day and I had walked from my room through another room. Cause we have like an open format. So that's why I'm not like wandering through people's classrooms. It's just like, I was, I was going through different sections of the school and I counted four black wings on my way across the school. <laughs> so I know two School's of those so are, are by influence of this guy <laughs> right here, but uh, yeah, I saw four of them in student hands and that was delightful. I was going to ask you, were they like on the floor? No. Yeah. I just had dropped them as I was walking. Oh, I was like, turned around. You're like, teaching the kids right. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then I also have one, one kid who like, I think it was like three or four weeks ago who needed a pencil. And like, I gave him a forest choice. It's not the kind of person you would have expected to pay attention, like keep track of it, but it's like four weeks later. And I'm, I think I'm the only class that he has to use a pencil in. And he like digs through his bag until he finds it. And he's like, got it. Got that pencil still. <laughs> like, My heart. I was like, this is the only one that I'll use. So that's really all I have to, <laughs> to share with you guys. I don't have much in the news department, but that was just delightful to walk through the house. It's like, oh, Blackwing Natural. Nice. Oh, we got 602 over here. Yeah, it felt like, yeah, I felt like I was in the right place. <laughs> like, I felt like a generous friend had like planted those around the, the school just to make me happy as I walked through. But. Yeah. Happy Monday, Tim. Yay. Yeah. You are appreciated. <laughs> um, Jamelia, how about you? Would you like, do you have anything you wanted to share with us? Yes. Um, I want to go back for a second and share a book because sometimes I read. <laughs> I make time. <laughs> Two books that I'm reading and a list. I'm not going to go over the list, but I, I want to also start reading. But Jacqueline Woodson. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, okay. I figured Tim yeah, might know. Awesome. Maybe I've mentioned her before. Sorry, yes, I I'm reading. Interrupt. Oh, no. It's perfect because, again, I figured you would know who she was. Um, I'm reading one of her older books. And after Tupac and Dee Foster, I always have to check yeah. the title because. As a parent, I say whatever I want to, and you just have to know what I'm talking about, and <laughs> <laughs> to make sure I. It's not disrespect, obviously. It's just we just get to do that. We can just say the Tupac book, whatever. But that was it. Was actually given to me 
my daughter's a gift from a friend. And I had no idea this book existed. And I love, I still love Tupac uh, Shakur. And, and it's about three girls. They're preteen in the mid to late 90s. Just following their lives and their, well, they are following Tupac Shakur. They like his music and his video mm. but just you know him in in the media and it's, yes and and stuff going on in their lives too and i just it's, it's it's hard to put in the words but i just i feel so it's definitely enamored but also just feel enmeshed in the book because it's about the time how old i was i guess when i see that these characters are when i first noticed tupac and and it's i should have finished it by now but i just put it down and pick it back up and I'm just I'm really pleased with the stem even the writing she uh, Jacqueline Whitson's great I think she I believe she writes poetry I knew about I was familiar with Miracles Boys I wasn't familiar with her name but yeah that's a okay I know one of her her famous books that was really good okay yes and we have a few other um I think it's yeah. Red to the Bone and oh like I sometimes right like I'm just not coming to mind more for things but we have a few more and uh yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so i'm enjoying that but i am watching an american saga another oh yeah uh, rap based i guess media um but not the music Uh, yes it's really good i don't know when it the second season started back up this fall sometime but i'll watch a couple episodes over the weekend and insecure is starting well, I guess it actually started last night. It's on HBO. I will. can't wait. We've. I think we're okay. going to be watching it tonight. I love that show. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna watch it tonight too. So a few friends send me messages like, "What did yeah. you think of it?" I'm like, "I didn't, I didn't yeah. watch it yet," <laughs> I but I am excited. Issa Rae is just one of the just best actors out there right now. She is. She's so funny. She's yeah. Funny takes like that requires talent. She's just yeah. so good at that in that awkward, which I know yeah. she's like not saying that's an act, but still, the way she portrays it on TV, she's so. Katie and I have main. Katie have maintained that Kelly from Insecure. Oh, I'm trying to remember who the actor is. She's the Natasha Rothwell is one yes. of the funniest human beings, and we just so want her to have like a spinoff. Yeah, she's just like yeah, just one of the most hilarious people ever. I love Kelly. I can't. I'm now. I'm like, okay. I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like really missing them. Kelly is funny. There's so many things, but probably her at Coachella. That I guess it was <laughs> the second. Or oh yeah. Season. Oh yeah. She just got tased <laughs> <laughs> before they went yeah. in. Yeah. It's 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 such a good show. So I'm excited. It's the last season um, that they're doing. So. Yeah. I'm not excited about that, but it's okay. Anyways, okay, so my fresh point. I have to say, I didn't know that Knox closing. I guess I just haven't been paying attention to um, stuff over the past few weeks. Even CW with them closing. That's been really sad. I want to order a couple of things, which I get anxious to look. Like a, like a mad frenzy things <laughs> that she carried. But um, it's been like, okay, I got to. But I... I you, and I'll make sure to do this before but like the editor I love that pencil and I don't feel like anybody anyone else carries that particular combo yeah 
Okay. I think you're right. I know that there's a store out here called Postscript where the owner of it is, I think, friends with Caroline, and she carries some of the CW Pencil branded stuff. But Mm -hmm. I imagine they're not going to after CW Pencil closes, right? Like, I I guess I don't know. That's that's an interesting question for Caroline. Yes, I was wondering that too. Do they carry the baseball pencils? Yeah, and yes. do they carry Futuras too? I think I know the shop that you're talking about. I think she does. Next next time I'm up there, which is um, next Friday, I will mm-hmm. take a look and let yeah. you all know. Okay. Yes, think if there's anything else. Because I really just rehashed what you all spoke on. The Death Row Records. And oh, yeah. The Blackwing. collaboration, Blackwing <laughs> yeah. collaboration with Death Row Records. Those are yeah. Spe- speaking of Tupac. Yes, I know. Which that also made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Was it Jay Newton, one of our favorite punsters, who asked me? He was like, "Do you think people are going to get one pack or two pack?" That's perfect. Funny, it was. <laughs> and, um, the obvious answer is two. <laughs> oh, and he had another one. He said, "When they sell out, it and people want one. Are they going to have to snoop around too?" <laughs> <laughs> A couple of the pencils I I, I found that. I was entertained. I didn't really get a good look at the design. I know that they put the logo near the, like you're going to sharpen that off pretty quickly, but I mean, it didn't matter. I I have to have those. So yeah. And then I guess the black and gold thing, I don't know. Those things don't, I don't care because it's that book. Records, I guess. (laughs) Specify. Yeah. I thought that was um, interesting. What is it? I think it's celebrating their 30th. So I'm excited to have that. And I just poked around and there that some kids that tape. You all are interested in that. I don't know. Seems like something Tim might like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any cassettes, Tim? I do. I don't listen to them, but I do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and of course, they have some vinyl too, but the cassettes I thought was fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I got but super. I, I got super excited about cassettes a few years ago because I had a this like ancient Subaru and it had a tape deck and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna make my own Grateful Dead tape, like an old school like bootleg <laughs> Grateful Dead. And so I went on like archive.org and downloaded like a Dead show like bootleg, and then used a boombox and copied it onto the tape player or like onto the tape and like made it just like the same way, and then the tape deck didn't work. So never got to listen to it, <laughs> but I had a, I had a fun time like going through that whole nerdy process of like simulating something that I was actually too young to have experienced the first time around anyways, but it was, I got real excited for like about five hours there that day. So it's, it's about the journey. Yes, so. that's, true. that's true. Thank you. Thank you. Now I feel better about it. Uh, yes, that that, that that all seems fun. I was scared that it was going to like eat the, uh, not film, I don't know, whatever it's called, but I was afraid that it was going to tear it up, but yeah, it just didn't work, which is a little safer. We'll get you, we'll get you. <laughs> Something you can install in your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was enjoying just seeing, I guess, the stuff with that collaboration. And I'm trying to think if there's any new paper. I'm, but no, I, I guess not because we just haven't been, we've just been taking care of a bunch of 
other things. So I talk a lot, but it seems like I, I don't have any, like all of a sudden I don't have anything to say. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I go blank. I have to write everything down. <laughs> yeah. Right, I don't yeah, remember yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, do you guys want to talk about a NaNoWriMo? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> some words. That, that was reassuring. Let's do it. Yeah, yes, we do. So yeah. it's yeah, that, it's that time of year again. I feel like we all know someone, or we are ourselves, getting ready to take part in NaNoWriMo and try to write an incredible fifty thousand words in one month. And so we're here to talk about that. It's become a yearly tradition for us to talk about this at least once a year, actually, because I think we've talked about the the camp NaNoWriMo's before as well. But yeah, so let's dive in. We've got a list of topics and questions to go through, like a like a group lightning round or something, just to see what we're thinking about for this year, whether we're doing the whether whether we're going to take on the challenge, how we're going to do it, and what experiences have been like in the past. So, Stu, start things off. Who's doing Nanorimo this year? Let's just start there. Raising hand. Andy's raising, <laughs> or Johnny's raising his hand. I'm raising my I, hand as well. Yay, thank you. Awesome. I, I regret to inform you that this year, as with other years, I am not doing it. Still not doing it. And <laughs> I, it. like I have before, am sort of half-assed doing it, which is... <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> the only way to it, do things. But I am not touching that 50,000-word goal. There's no way. I just don't, <laughs> I don't have time. But I am going to... I, I do like to turn November into a chance to set some challenges for myself. So it's such an insane event. So what makes you want to do it? So we'll, I mean, we'll start with our guest, Jamelia. What makes you want to try uh, NaNoWriMo? And then Johnny, you tell us the same after the number of years that you've uh, submitted yourself to this insanity. Why do you two hate yourself so much? <laughs> Why are you well, so angry? Well, that's a complicated question. <laughs> but yes, we, there are some things in common there that it's like, why not take on another thing? So <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, newer divergent is uh, probably to blame. I never really thought about that. No, as Tim mentioned, the it's a good time to just challenge or take on that challenge. And I, in RSVP Facebook group, there was discussion of it, and I was like, "Yes, I'm going to do it," which means I won't. <laughs> and even just reconsidering that helped me feel like okay and I, I guess I felt overwhelmed and I still like the idea of it and still wanted to do it and I, I haven't necessarily changed what my goal will be with it I'll just let it and just see where I go but I, I still want to try to use that goal how many times have you done <laughs> NaNoWriMo yes <laughs> all of them <laughs> no I haven't um I'm trying to remember Last year was the only time I even entertained going at like trying to uh, do. It's good to observe once in a while. I've tried a couple times. Sometimes <laughs> it's just good to watch watch everybody else. Yeah, I felt over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I felt overwhelmed, but I. But yeah, yeah. yeah that helped me. I definitely want to do it, and I want. Oh, I know we haven't started yet, but it's okay because I'm going to. I want to make sure I do it again. Johnny, how are you uh, preparing for the event? I just ordered three pounds of coffee <laughs> <coughs> from online. But uh, are you handwriting? Are you writing uh, on computer? I know that you've had some years where you've done one or the other. If I do it, I'm going to write by hand because 
Otherwise, I don't remember what I did. But as it's getting closer and I have no idea what to write about, I'm like, oh. But usually, I mean, that that happens every year that I do it. So who knows? I did. I bailed last year. I didn't even try because 2020. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can say the same thing this year, but now my kids are at school, like most of the time, <laughs> most days. Yeah. So, Jamila, well, do you think you'll? Do you think you're doing it longhand, or do you think you're writing yeah. on a computer? I'm doing it longhand. I Ooh. have to write every year. <laughs> I I I can't even imagine what I would where I'd start and what I'd end up with it, in a sitting if I did it. If I typed it, I, I just I, I have to write. Yeah. Like I, and I wanted to ask Johnny if he's doing that. Do you know what you're using? I was thinking of using my new Parker 51 with the gold nib and just like black ink. But I guess it's like pencils. It's going to be really hard to pick something. So I'll either have yeah. to just not mm-hmm. pick something or just like put everything away and be like, use this one damn pen. Here's some blue ink. Shut up. Do it. I like it. There's no shame in switching back and forth, right? Like. Oh, Pencils, I mean, pens, not switching back inks. and forth. Just like scribbling. Oh, I'll try this one. Oh, I'll try this one. And like, oh, crap. An hour went by. Yeah. It's three in the morning. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. So you do really have to. Pay. I get that. That's why. I, also, why I ask. Or do you, do you use a, a bound or do you do loose I've been making books, so I'm going to make a um, Coptic Stitch book to do mm-hmm. it in this year. If I can find time. <laughs> yeah, there's. We have some time. I mean, yeah. you said 3 a.m. You have time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been sleeping like a human lately. It's really weird. It's like, ah, oh, days are short. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not falling over. That's a plus. Yeah, I, I um, slept too last night and it's like, oh, <laughs> I got things done Tim, today. <laughs> Tim, do you have a plan for NaNoWriMo? Are you writing shorthand or, or longhand? Or are you writing on a computer? So I'm just I'm basically just using NaNoWriMo as a excuse to set another over the top writing like goal that's not actually fiction this year. I've talked about it all throughout this year, but I've been writing songs and writing them with uh, a friend of mine, and he had challenged me in January to do a song a week, which I think I've probably I've not stuck to I haven't gotten every single week a, a new song written, but I've probably written somewhere around twenty to twenty five songs. That is a lot. Over the course of the year. So my goal, I was thinking that I would just kind of double my pace for the month of November Hmm. and just and try to write two songs a week for the month of November, of which I will definitely be doing by hand. I've got a, uh, what do you call it? What are those cool looking composition notebooks that have the hard covers with the, come on, Johnny. I bought like 17 of them that one time. What What are those things called? Oh, the ones that decomposition are... notebooks. Oh, you told, yeah. <laughs> you told me about like you showed me one. You're like, hey, you might like this one. And I was like, you're right. And then I ordered six like other top, <laughs> like six other designs and like two of each. I've got one they of those, and I've just covered it in aesthetic. stickers of Bob Dylan and all this kind of oh. stuff. Little Muse stickers oh. all over it. So I'm gonna I'll just be using that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to just basically double my songwriting pace for the month and see if I can. But if you're gonna write like so much. Like, I need the songs to be like, oh, this is Jerry from Tom and Jerry, his uncle. Anybody? Anyone? No. (laughs) His uncle. I don't, I think he was from New Orleans or I don't know, but he's, I'm not, 
Yeah. I'm <laughs> definitely going to be Googling okay. this. I don't, yeah, I, okay. I'm so curious. <laughs> I wish, yeah. Oh, okay. Never, never mind. <laughs> it's good stuff. You will know if you look it up. So, so it sounds like the three of you are, are planning on writing something longhand. Mm-hmm. Love to know if you've, you know, ever written anything. And Jamila, let's start with you. Have you ever written anything this long by hand? And if so, how does that experience differ from typing up your words kind of like at the speed of of thought, right? Like, like what's going to be different for you about this, do you think? I haven't written anything this or that long um, at all. And how it differs is that I will be able to read it because <laughs> it will be spelled correctly. And <laughs> I, I can type and I don't, I, for some reason, I don't think my typing can keep up with what's going on in my brain. <laughs> so yeah. for some reason my I can do that a lot faster by writing. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'm the opposite, right? Like I mm-hmm. I type I can type very quickly and I you and you can read my typing rather than my handwriting, <laughs> which like after a certain amount of time just gets just like a disaster. So yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder what Johnny. Do you look up Jerry? No. Uncle Picos. Picos. Uncle Picos. I found him. Yeah. He's got the hat pulled over his eyes. I totally know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I put a picture in the Google Doc of this guy. Right. his little boots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, some of your songs are going <laughs> to. Yeah. I'll write a cowboy song for Uncle Picos here. Tim Lawson. Yes. Yes. Coming soon. And Bone. got to find some videos of him now. Yes. That's good stuff. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a I want to make a note of what you said, Andy. I mean, I guess I could, I still want to make it right now. I'm wondering the difference between people and you, because I know pe- many more people feel like definitely type. Well, and a lot of it is just because I, like over the years, typing has just taken over so much more in my life of like, mm-hmm. of the act of writing, right? Like I write to take notes, I write to make lists, like stuff just for me, but like for the what feels to me like capital W writing, right? Like I, I feel like that happens on the computer and mm-hmm. for me, and also like, I just have really poor penmanship or pencilmanship, pencil personship. <laughs> I just feel like, yeah. So, so writing anything longer than like maybe a page at a time, my hand just hurts afterwards and my handwriting just gets beyond recognition. Yeah. I've never had trouble reading anything that you've written. Okay. Well, that's hand. because Ever. I try to go extra slow for you. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny, you're. I know that you're a seasoned veteran at this, but do you do you prepare your hands? Do you do exercises or take uh, some some a leave or something? No, I should. No, I find if you switch up your writing instrument every day or two, that helps. Yeah, it's like the way you hold it or how soft the lid is or whatever kind of nib, like just that little change usually helps a lot. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, just like your hands is gonna hurt like hell until Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you make it sound so appealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's gotten so bad before I've pulled out a bit crystal because that was more comfortable than like how my hand felt that day. And I'm like, this is sad. I'm hurting myself. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not an athlete. So this is a, that's an interesting experience to be sore from accomplishing something. Yeah. <laughs> but think of those perks post Nana right now. I have to, I have PT. I'm getting hand massage. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I have a bunch of Amazon points saved up, and I want to get myself an expensive pen if I finish. So now, like, <laughs> I said it out loud, now I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what pen do you want? Waterman Kareen. Oh, okay. So pretty. 
Is that okay? <laughs> That's a good. I like having a reward. Oh yeah, having a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Are either of you or anybody in this room able and willing to share very broadly what you think what you think your novel will be about? I would and if, if you, I had if any you idea. don't want to share, and if you don't know, that's perfectly fine. Jamelia? No, I'm toying around some things, but I feel like based on anything else I've answered today, it needs to be about rats. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. No, but... <laughs> but. I feel ever like whenever we talk to like Les about this, mm-hmm. Les is always like, "Oh, I'm going to be writing about this, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and it's going to be in this genre." <laughs> and yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody else is just like, "I think it's sort of going to be about this. <laughs> it might be in Chicago." And <laughs> yeah. usually, what my stories start with, I'm like, "That's all I got." Yeah, and it's like, well, then they moved. <laughs> like if he decided to switch up, yeah, and I'm. Oh, I don't know what just if an idea comes to me, then mm-hmm. it's easier to just on that then and and usually the closer to an event taking place is when I have yeah better ideas mm-hmm. and, and it's always when I am drifting off or about to wake up and really have come up with some good ideas for things that yeah. way, yeah, so mm-hmm. But now, okay. seriously, I'm actually writing that down. May need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, for my song project, I one thing I've been thinking about that I'd started to do, it was probably in the spring or something that I'd like to revisit for this, which is using either published journals by people that I like or oral histories on subjects that I like as like inspiration. So I've got two picked out that I'll probably use. Uh, some more next month. One is I, I might have talked to him. I've talked about him before, but Studs Turkle. We talked about him. I know who he is, but I don't know if we've talked about him. Okay. Well, he does. Yeah, he does all these. He interviews like hundreds of people on a topic, and then he makes a book of all these just like long oral history talking about whatever the topic is. And one, the one that I have is I have one about working that he did like in the seventies, and so he just talks to people about their jobs, and it's like really awesome to look through and see the accidentally poetic things that people say all the time when they're just talking off the cuff and just yeah. talking about things they're familiar with. And then the other one is I have the the collected journals of Thomas Merton, who's a Christian mystic poet writer that is a, has a really amazing brain. And so I have his journals. So I was like thinking about using one of those for at least part of it and just writing all of them inspired by lines and things that I just catch throughout these oral histories. So that's all I've got as far as ideas go. Besides, I need to write a hat besides the fact that I just, I need to write a happy song once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> my friends who hear my songs and hear me talk about them, they know who they are and they'll know what I'm talking about, but oh. I, I am you can capable. Do some, <laughs> maybe you can do some genre bending and write a happy cowboy song. Hey, happy cowboy song. Those are great songs. I like happy cowboy songs. I do. I got a Marty <laughs> Robbins record upstairs. Okay. <laughs> He's got some sad ones too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, why don't I just jump to the last question so we can start to wrap things up, which I think is the best here is can each of you to just give it just give a short pep talk to those adventurous souls who are going to be starting this challenge on Monday. And yeah, Jamila, do you want to give our listeners a short pep talk about this? Yes. <laughs> Most of it will be things that I have to do. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, Give yourself a pep talk as, as well yeah, as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it would just be me pulling from things others have said, even what I mentioned earlier about just uh, changing, altering you know, the your goal for the project, even if it's to write one word <laughs> or just to yeah. sit down wherever, however you make your plan, <clears throat> which is a good thing to do is to have like a basic routine in mind, but it's okay that you don't stick to that either, but just have plans on how you want to do it to be easy um, on yourself about it. And if you decide to just switch the whole thing up, maybe you wanted to do this particular thing and then you switch to like Tim's doing song, writing songs, like just wherever in the process, it's just, you're like, we're allowed to change your mind. And I think that's yeah. a good thing to keep in mind too for ourselves. And it may help us continue on the way we may want to go. Yeah. Give yourself permission to change yeah. your mind. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Give yourself yeah. permission to change your mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 And sense. just, yeah, keep a little, I think it's also a good idea just to keep a list of even, okay. So like ideas, even if you already have what you want to do, I still think it's a good idea to just, still take notes even for that and take notes for how you felt that day like almost document not necessarily documenting it where you're making another big project for yourself but maybe the particular utensil you used <laughs> that day was maybe it was lovely and it's like oh this just glide across the paper or this was too harsh and it just I felt cramped up the rest of the day or whatever i think yeah. it's a good idea to just yeah help yourself make it as or make the process and um, as comfortable as possible like it, it is a it's a challenge it's fun it yeah. for your brain to, or yeah. for your hand <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't need to make it or, or suffer or anything like that so whatever you can do to make it a good and positive experience even if that means not doing it one day or i mean you know i know we're about to gear up for this but if you have to just stop you know and then pick it yeah. back up later but just to be gentle um yeah. with yourself too in the process and um my, i guess my, uh, one more tip would be to talk about it with someone just if, if there if you can find someone who else is doing it that'd be like accountability or just to share or mm -hmm. just then but just to, again, just speak on that too, that, you know, just reporting what you're doing, even if yeah. they don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. something to yeah. check in with. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Tim, how about you? Yeah. I mean, that was all really good advice. I think my, my advice, which you guys might see coming is if you're typing, do it in Comic Sans. Well, the only <laughs> option that there is and uh, just don't take yourself too seriously and just let it be messy and just have fun with it it's, hard. it's easy to be a perfectionist but that's what the joke with comic sans is i can never take myself seriously writing with comic sans so but do anything you cute. can <laughs> it is cute but it's <laughs> but it just don't make it look like a book that's what i'm saying so anything you can do to make it feel um yeah just a more of an experiment. So if you're writing by hand, don't feel like it has to be in some, the fanciest notebook that you own with the nicest pen that you have, whatever it can be. And that's totally cool. If it is just have fun with it, use whatever 
makes you happy and helps you not take yourself too seriously. Johnny. Oh, man. So my advice is the opposite. That uh, <laughs> Take yourself extremely seriously. <laughs> yeah. Type in for Helvetica only. Wear, like, <laughs> wear a suit every time you sit down to write. <laughs> no, like, if I have to not, not swear when I say this. Um, if you go easy on yourself, like, it won't happen. Like, or at least for me, especially if you're writing by That's hand, fair. like, it's freaking hard. And the only way you're going to do it is to never get behind drink a lot of coffee and just like hurt yourself, but it's only a month. So Johnny, you make this sound so much fun. It is. I mean, I think it's fun. Like even without quite as much coffee as I drink, like the whole thing is like a a month of a mad rush. And I enjoy that. Or at least I enjoy it for most of the month. And some days you're like, I'm going to die. If I pick up a pen, my, my most important piece of advice is don't get behind because it's really hard to catch up. Because, yeah. yeah. like, if you skip one day, it's like the next day, you said like 3,300 words you have to write. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Yeah. And you cannot so. get behind if you change what. I'm sorry, I'm totally going against what you just gave us. Like, <laughs> you, you know what? If you have to move the scale to not get behind one day, that's. Yeah, Johnny gives terrible advice. I think you should yeah. definitely contradict yeah, what like, he's saying. Yeah, I think yeah. this is like reflective of my <laughs> Catholic upbringing. But yeah, every time I like, are we it, joining the military? Like, <laughs> get up at four thirty. You get outside. You know, like a lot of us, our usual life is that we don't hurt ourselves and intentionally so for a month it's okay <laughs> i guess like as americans also Ooh. we don't like to be happy so maybe for a month be happy <laughs> maybe for what a month you... be miserable <laughs> what did you say andy about johnny's advice <laughs> it's great it's great advice yeah, yeah i mean i'll listen to johnny i write zines so don't take writing advice for me <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> but you write not but and you write you write a lot of them though and it's great but i and i wonder how and i guess it's because you're like i would say (laughs) i would say johnny you should switch this to write one zine for the month of october but the trouble is that would abbreviate as to nazi rymo you don't want you don't want nazi rymo to to be your acronym i don't think i can write (laughs) the different pronunciation i was like how that kind of i don't know okay nazi rymo oh no no. (laughs) Do a single sheet a day for a month. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That would kill All right. me. All right, everybody. We should probably button this up, uh, make sure we're not running too long. Jamelia, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for, for being with us and for talking through this. Thank you for having me on. I hope I um, have been of help or entertainment at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. This, this was a lot of fun. Where can people find you on the internet if you would indeed like them to find you on the internet? It's so easy, which I haven't posted in a while, and I don't. It's just whatever on Instagram. It's my first name. Mm. When it um, when things are created, I can have my name. Yeah, so Jamelia, um, I haven't posted in months, but usually it's me baking or cooking, or it's usually creating. Maybe I will post about Nano Rimo, and yeah. Let me see. I guess that's really it. And just I'm yeah. around here and there on, on Facebook. Like if you're, I really if you're in the group, you probably right know. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably run away. But um, yeah. I yeah, I did I did fire up a lot with the 
the death row. Right? That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I guess uh, that's it. Gotcha. Cool. Thank you. And Johnny, how about you? How do people find you on the internet? You can find me at pencilrevolution.com and on social media at Pensolution. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Very nice. And I'm Andy. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as at A Wellfley. And you can find my website at andy.wtf. This is the Erasable Podcast. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where we left off. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all as at Erasable Podcast. You can come join our Facebook group, which is a uh, fun place to be at facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable. Um, you can find uh, this episode 172 at erasable.us slash 172. We have show notes. We have a recording of the show. Eventually, we'll have a transcript that you can read instead of listen to there as well. And then we are also on Patreon. We often have extra content on Patreon. Johnny sends out uh, regular quarterly zines. We have an irregular pen podcast that we do over there. You can find that at erasable.us slash Patreon. And uh, we want to thank all of our uh, $10 a month supporters for their for their support and just keeping this keeping the lights on the show keeping us in graphite, making sure this can happen. So I'd like to thank Tara Whittle, Ida Uppers, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Nathan Rayback, Donnie Pierce, Bill Black, Miriam Burkout, Diana Oakley, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Kyle, Paul Moorhead, Ali Sarah, some amazing person named Jamelia, Stephen Fensali, Aaron Willard, KP, Millie Blackwell, Chris L, Hunter McCain, Michael Dialosa, Jacqueline Myers, Tana Feliz, Anne Sipe, Joe Crace, married, excuse me, measured twice, Michael Hagen, Chris Metzkis, Bill Clow, Random Thinks, Jason Dill, Dave McDonald, Mary Collis, Alex Jonathan Brown, Andre Prevost, Kathleen Rogers, Bobby Letzinger, Fourth Letter, Kelton Weens, Scott Hayes, Dr. Hans Noodleman, Jay Newton, Dave Tubman, Chris Jones, and John Wood. Thank you all so much. That is an amazing group of people. Really appreciate your support. We will uh, catch you in a couple weeks. We'll just maybe do a mid-month check-in on NaNoWriMo and see how things are going. And we will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, David will turn it off. Mm.